previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. All right, we've been threatening all over our socials. Uh, we've got a special guest in studio this morning. So the Carbon Almanac is a once-in-a-lifetime collaboration of 300 volunteer writers, researchers, designers, leaders, and illustrators from around the world. And one of the most exciting aspects, however, is that in addition to having this wonderful resource published, is that our very own Kabecha-based, well-known and respected writer, Gillian McAinch, is a contributor to this historic book and she joins us this morning in studio to tell us more. Gillian, good morning and thank you for chatting to us on in Breakfast. Good morning and thank you so much for having me. Right, Gillian, right from the beginning, tell us a little bit more about the Carbon Almanac. What is it about? Okay, it's about climate change, which is a huge issue for yep. all mm-hmm. of us and how carbon emissions need to be reduced. Okay, so it essentially, I mean, it speaks to energy and it speaks to how um, carbon impacts things like health and ocean acidity, the food system and everything else. It's literally, you know, it's something that impacts everything, our entire lives. It does, rich and poor. It's actually a book for anyone Mm -hmm. who wants to join the climate change conversation and doesn't yet maybe have the words. Okay. I mean, I'm not an expert. Yeah. And um, this is 330 pages of facts about carbon emissions. But it's not boring. Mm. Um, it's clear. It's easy to read. There's lots of tables, graphs, um, cartoons, definitions, and it's all verified and footnoted. So well, I see this. I mean, I've got the book in front of me. And first of all, it feels fantastic to the touch. Is it printed on recyclable, environmentally friendly paper? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you would expect that. Gillian, <laughs> yeah. do, do tell us, how did you uh, come to be involved with this project? Uh, well, Seth Godin, um, who founded the project, he sends out a daily email from his blog, lovely, lovely blog, mm. and uh, asked for volunteers for this new project. And I wrote back and said, I'm a writer and an editor, and I live in the southeast coast of Africa. And we have beautiful seas here that I love to swim in. And I want to help keep them clean, not just for me, but for the next generation. And um, I said, can you use me? And he wrote back and said, yes. So now Seth's my buddy. (laughs) Wow. Listen to Gillian name dropping. So what what exactly did your involvement entail? So, I mean, like I said in the intro, there were 300 volunteer writers and researchers and designers, illustrators and so on. I'm assuming your contribution would have obviously been in terms of writing. But what did did it entail exactly? You know, that's funny because I presumed I would be doing writing. But in the end, I actually, all of us really had a small part. And my part was, I think, extremely small. It was more about brainstorming graphics um, with other people around the world, some who were designers, Mm -hmm. uh, about um, the ocean currents, um, space travel, um, and giving input into a few spreads. And then I helped to edit the text of the children's almanac so that it could be translated into other languages because it's an international collaboration. And then I did a couple of voice clips for the LinkedIn learning course. Small Mm. contribution, you say. Good grief. That's a lot. (laughs) The the LinkedIn learning course is free, and it's quite a short course, so Mm. my clips really are small. And then here in Kubeja, I asked Fogarty's, our local bookshop, if they would host a signing 
which they did. And I also got in touch with Penguin Random House South Africa, who publishes the book. Uh, to see if they would consider bringing it in, which they are. Yay. Oh, that's fantastic. Listen, so you did mention, you know, that you got in touch with Seth and you essentially spoke about, you know, why it was important to you to become involved, um, being a lover of the ocean and so on and wanting to keep them clean. The book, however, Seth also mentions in the foreword is not only one about climate change, but essentially one about hope and connection. Mm. Um and he speaks to the ability that humans have to solve problems and to make things better. Mm. Did you feel that energy while you contributed to the book? Is, was that important to you? That's actually what I've loved about it. These are people who eight months ago didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And now we chat uh, regularly. And it's all around the world. People are on the same page wanting to make a small but positive difference. Because it's not actually about you and me mm. not using a plastic water bottle or recycling our, our rubbish. Yeah. I mean, that's all very worthy, but it's not about the individual, it's about the collective. Yeah. And systems change is very important. You see it even just this week with the US government maybe doing that whole climate change bill. And um, this has shown me that around the world there are people who care and it's not too late. And it, it just gives you such a wonderful, positive energy. There's hope. There's hope. You, you mentioned earlier you got, you're quite involved with the different aspects of, of the project. Uh, what in particular about the project uh, attracted you in particular? Um, that I don't have to be an expert. Yeah. Because I'm not. Mm. And I do use plastic. It's very useful plastic. Yeah. It's just more of a mindset mm. to be, to, to, to tread the earth lightly where you can. Yeah. It should be a paradigm shift. Mm. So you mentioned that, you know, with within you guys as the contributors, you guys now chat and so on. Here's an opportunity to name drop, Gillian, who, <laughs> who you know, in, in, in that uh, 300 strong group of volunteers has been famous. Any famous people that you've been working or chatting with? Well, the only famous one that I know um, is Seth, obviously, who, yeah. who is really a special human being. Mm. But there's been endorsements of the book from lots of famous people. Uh, Jane Goodall, for instance, yes. you'll know her for her conservation work. Yeah. Yeah. And her love of gorillas. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Bette Midler. Bette Midler, yes. Mm-hmm. She's written a, um, a piece on the book. From across the pond, from a distance. Yes, from a distance, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, no, that's fantastic. So I know that there's also a children's supplementary. You did, um, you know, mention that a little bit earlier. It's called Generation Carbon. Um, did you, th- or do you think rather that the founders perhaps recognise the influence of children in in the greater cause? I mean, you get the likes of your Greta Thunbergs and so on. Do you think that that's perhaps why they brought out this children's supplementary? It's called Generation Carbon. Yes, that's exactly why they did it. There's an educator's guide that teachers and parents can download free, about 60-odd pages. Mm-hmm. There's the children's guide, which is aimed at sort of primary school kids because they actually often are the ones that pull us up. Yeah. And um, they've got good hearts, Jenny. Well, in, the, in this printable download for children, what I've seen as a running theme is these are the things that you can teach the adults in your life. Exactly. So I we really quite like that. Yeah. 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 It we speaks can to all learn. Exactly. It speaks to us learning from kids. Who will be the ones living in the planet That's of it. tomorrow? Love there is that approach. No planet Love being. that approach. Well, by the sounds of things, it's probably the easiest way to get up to speed on the fundamental of climate change. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be an expert 
at all uh, <laughs> in layman's terms, so to speak. Gillian, how, how can one get hold of a copy of this book? Okay, I got mine from Amazon mm. online, but the book depository are all of those online places. But Fogarty's Bookshop and PE has ordered some, mm. and I'm sure it'll be in the other major bookstores. But I think it's only arriving in South Africa towards the end of September. Okay. Jillian, your history um, has been in print media. You are now freelancing. Mm. Uh, this, of course, being one of the bigger projects. What else is on the cards for you? Any other things that we should know about? What are you busy with or what are you planning to do now? Gosh, now this is a question I did not expect. <laughs> Um, a curveball. Yeah, I'll flip up. I'm not used to talking about myself. I'm used to talking Come about... Come on. Yeah. Um, um, well, I'm, I'm writing a lot for clients. I don't know if I should name them or not, though. That's oh, the no, thing. you don't have to. You can, I'm, I'm oh, okay, just wanting okay, to know yeah. what you're busy with. So yeah. still writing. Yeah, a lot of writing, freelance writing. Not yeah. so much for the papers anymore, yes. although mm. still a great bunch of people. Um, still involved in the media world, doing a bit of training. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we follow you on LinkedIn. You can catch Gillian on LinkedIn. Gillian McGainsh, she's got a fantastic uh, profile there on LinkedIn and also all socials. Thank you so much for joining us, Charlton. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Gillian, for joining us this morning. And it uh, sounds like an easy read and very educational as well at the same time. Thank you so much to all of you. Thanks, Gillian. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.